Hi, I'm Bonnie Bartlett, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 617 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, we have a two-time Emmy winner, Bonnie Bartlett, is going to be joining us, and she was on Little House on the Prairie, Better Call Saul, St. Elsewhere, a whole lot of other shows that, uh, you know, we don't have time to mention them all. But uh, she also has a book out. It's called Middle of the Rainbow. Bonnie Bartlett is coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And this week, I am still trying to recover from my uh, cold. And I'm sure you can still hear it in my throat. And uh, hopefully... We're going to get through this quickly so I can get into the interview and I don't have to talk as much and uh, I won't be coughing or anything like that. So uh, it's, uh, why don't we get right into it? It's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remakes. It looks like DC's James Gunn seems excited about the new Swamp Thing remake. James Mangold, director of the upcoming Indiana Jones film, is in talks to direct it. So that could be a kind of exciting film. And March 1st, 2024 is the projected date for the release of the big screen remake of 1980s TV show The Fall Guy. Now Ryan Gosling is going to be starring in it alongside Emily Blunt. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies. April 21st, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, will be entering theaters. And Tom Hanks and Robin Wright. Now, they starred together once before in uh, Forrest Gump. Now, they will be reuniting in a film called Here for Robert Zemeckis. And uh, they will both be de-aged throughout the uh, the film through AI uh, at different times because it's it's like following their life as they you know start younger and grow older. So they're going to be de-aged. So that's going to be kind of cool, uh, sort of like they're doing with Indiana Jones too. So uh, you'll get a preview of what that's going to look like. And uh, that's it. Uh, oh, by the uh, Stephen King, yeah, in. Uh, the 2021 novel that he wrote, Billy Summers, is being made into a movie, and it looks like they're trying to get Leonardo DiCaprio to star in it and J.J. Abrams to direct it. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, sequels. Sequels. It looks like the DC universe of films has just gotten very, very, very confusing. James Gunn says that uh, the DC Universe will align into one universe, okay? That's simple, except for a few exceptions. Robert Pattinson will continue to be the Batman in the Elseworlds, okay? So uh, they're going to have a new Batman that will be needed for the regular world films, 
and uh, the new Batman film will be called The Brave and the Bold, where Batman deals with his uh, Damon Wayne, the son he didn't know he had. So, uh, you know, it's going to get kind of weird, but uh, we'll see what happens. No weirder than the multiverse, where you've got ten different things going on. There's all these Supermans and everything else, or Batmans, or whatever. Uh, so anyways, that's it for sequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies and TV on DVD. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Movies and TV on DVD, Rick and Morty Season 6 comes to Steelbook Blu-ray, regular Blu-ray, and DVD on March 28th. And on April 4th, you can get it in Canada. And I Want to Dance with Somebody rolls on to digital on February 7th, and Blu-ray and DVD on February 28th. And A Man Called Otto, starring Tom Hanks, goes to Blu-ray and DVD on March 14th. The Whale with Brandon Fraser arrives on DVD and Blu-ray on March 14th also. And March 21st, Babylon lands on Blu-ray and 4K. And Dan Brown's The Last Symbol Complete Series makes its way to Blu-ray on March 14th. And that's it for Movies and TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, that 90s show on Netflix has been renewed for a second season. Now, season one has 10 episodes in it. Season two is going to be having 16. So they've they've improved it a lot uh, by giving us more. So uh, you can get ready for that. And Yellowstone prequel 1923 has been renewed for season two. And sadly, this past week, Cindy Williams has passed away, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk with Bonnie Bartlett. Now, Bonnie was in so many different shows, like I said earlier, The uh, Little House on the Prairie and uh, Better Call Saul most recently, St. Elsewhere, where she won two Emmys, and it's just so many things. She's got a book out called Middle of the Rainbow, and we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. Bonnie Bartlett, right here on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, our guest is a two-time Emmy winner who we have seen in so many TV shows over the years, including The Doctors, Little House on the Prairie, Barney Miller, Home Improvement, Boy Meets World, Grey's Anatomy, Better Call Saul, and most notably, St. Elsewhere. She has a new book out called Middle of the Rainbow. It's Bonnie Bartlett. Bonnie, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I just, uh, the book is, uh, I think we used my last, yeah, Bonnie Bartlett Daniels. We did use that 
Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure which way you wanted to go with that, so I just I, I, I took your either. lead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it is Bonnie Bartlett Daniels on the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As an actress, I just used Bonnie Bartlett. Yeah. And yep. now, Bonnie, this book is not a fluff memoir. This is very intense and open of you. Very well, it is. I I mean, it's it it is a history of a woman's life of almost a hundred years. I mean, I'm 93. I'll be 94 next birthday, and uh, I uh, I just wanted to put down a history of how things have changed, how men have uh, been have changed, have been forced to change and how they hopefully are changing in regard to the way they treat women. Exactly. And yes. this, this, is, uh, uh, this is more than the, the what is it, the me, me, uh, me Girls or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's more than that because it's from the time I was very little and uh, from the time I could remember at age three about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. till 93. So maybe I'll live to be 100 and, and I can write another book. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I opened and just saw the introduction and it was like, wow, this is, you know, this isn't your usual rainbows and <laughs> and, and flowers and all that stuff. This is this is right, serious. Right. Yeah. Yes, it is, but it but it it also shows you how you can overcome all these things and how you can if you, I was fortunate enough to have a lot of therapy. I was fortunate enough to have a, a, a marriage that was working and worked. And I was fortunate to have two wonderful boys. And I, uh, I've been lucky, but it's also, you have to work at it and you have to get through it. And a lot of women who are abused like this are completely flattened out or or they turn bad or they turn sick or mm-hmm. stuff like that you know but but uh it's uh it just should never have happened and now we don't let it happen i'm sure i mean as much as possible we don't let it happen right and we try to train train in the culture chain the culture to change mm-hmm and which is so important. Not only in our business, you know, it's everywhere. Oh, it's yeah. Anybody with a little power. I mean, my, I have doctors. I, anybody who, uh, you know, has, has some power. And I, I'm sure that includes some women. I'm sure that some women do that too. Mm-hmm. There are women in power. Yeah. Who, who miss, mishandle things, you know. Right. I'm sure there are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, how did you come up with the title? Because, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm always interested in, you know, where did you come up with this? Why is it middle of the well, rainbow? Yeah, I had a friend who suggested it to me, and he suggested it because he said it's kind of, uh, in the book, at the beginning of the book, there are, I I don't have it with me right now, but I, I quote somebody, and it's like uh, the middle, uh, think of yourself as a rainbow with a pot of gold on both ends, mm-hmm. you know? In other words, uh, it's not 
it's not a sad book. It's not. It really isn't. It's it's a book of accomplishment. It's a book of celebration. And and women. I am so thrilled with the young women today, how smart they are and how they go forward. And it's not boys first, girls second. It's you know, it's an ever. You you do have to. Well, we're fighting desperately. Of course, the uh, the abortion thing. We're still fighting that. But we're going to get rid of all those old guys, <laughs> and their wives, <laughs> who do what they say. Uh, we'll eventually, you know, and as as the younger groups come in, it'll push them out more. Yeah. And that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. I mean, the younger groups aren't as experienced, and they're not. They. It'll be different. It'll be different. Yes. In another ten years, I think it'll be different. And we have a lot of work to do, and the government is trying, and we're trying hard to do it. But I think it's going to it's going to be very different, and we have to have protect our democracy and all that sort of thing. You know, we have mm-hmm. to. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted to uh, mention though uh, that you have been married seventy plus years. Now that is yeah. so rare in Hollywood, or a yeah. lot of places anywhere, really. But I mean, especially in Hollywood. Yes. Well, part of it is luck. Uh, part of it is that we, from, I met Bill when I was 18, and like he's the only person before or after that I ever really wanted to be with all the time. And when we're together, we're just fine. We're just wonderful. It's hard when we're apart, but when we are together, it's, uh, and we don't have to be apart anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of nice. Yes. <laughs> that's one good thing about old age. In other words, you know, we're we're together all the time now. And mm-hmm. that's great. That's yeah. just great. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of respecting the other person's life. And not they, they, There are some, of course, you have to, you have to give in sometimes and, and do what, is best for one or best for the other, as I did. I mean, when when we had the boys, for instance, I really didn't want to work. I did commercials, things like that, but I didn't want to. I I tried. I went away to do a play, Lanford Wilson's first play, with uh, Charlie and uh, Chris, and it was uh, it was painful to be away from them. So I learned my lesson early, and uh, and then I said, "Nope, no more theater, no more, no more going away." And I would do little things that were around New York, but nothing much because you really you have to be with them. Yeah, you can't just uh, not be with them. I think Catherine Hepburn said that. She said she she always referred to herself as a star. She said, "If you want to be a star, you can't be a mother." <laughs> and it's it, that that is because a mother can't put herself first and a a really strong career woman has to put herself first so the kid loses out mm-hmm. you know the yep. kids lose out yeah and so i was able to do that and then fortunately come back into the business when I was about 45. And then I've worked and worked and worked and worked and been with the boys 
because we were in Hollywood. Hollywood was very good to us because we could have our weekends. <laughs> All of a sudden, we had weekends. That was wonderful. That was a huge thing for us. Mm -hmm. Is that because you were on TV shows rather than movies? Would movies yes, take you away exactly, more? Exactly, because you don't you don't work weekends. Ah, okay. The theater you work. Bill, when he was doing seventeen seventy six, always worked on Christmas. Two shows on Christmas, oh, uh, ah. Christmas Eve. Uh, you you name it. He never 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 had a holiday where he wasn't working. Oh, that's too bad. So <laughs> we had to, you know, it was hard to figure that out and have. So he, he would he would literally come home on Christmas. He would come home after a show and sp and stay up all night putting together toys for the kids and stuff <laughs> like that. And then get, they'd get up in the morning, mm -hmm. and he he never did go to bed. And then he'd go in the afternoon and do a matinee. Wow! It's a grueling, grueling life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but you've uh, was was. The two of you met in college, correct? Right. And uh, you were both wanting to be actors at that point, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Now, is that what you wanted to do even before you met? I mean, you know, years... From the time I was a very little girl, my father had been an actor, and of course, and we we listened to the radio, all these wonderful actors, mm -hmm. lunch, I mean, great actors, and I fell in love with it, and that's what I wanted to do. Now I'd go to when I was little. I'd go to the movies and see Gene Harlow and people like that, and I thought, "Oh boy, that's nifty. I want to be like that." And of course, that's when I was very little, mm -hmm. and I would imitate all of them. I would imitate all of the actors, and uh, I tried to. I performed wherever I could. I yeah. was doing the Lincoln, the Gettysburg Address in the park, <laughs> and things like that. I would just. I did anything I could find in this little town, Moline, Illinois, hmm. and. Uh, and at school, as soon as I could, plays, 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 plays. And uh, I was always rehearsing, always rehearsing for something. Huh. Yeah. And, and it's, it just seems uh, like you mentioned that you, you, you were acting and then you stopped for a little bit to, you know, to be with the kids and to do things, yeah. uh, small, yeah. smaller roles. And then you went back into it. A lot of times that doesn't work, right? Because uh, I know. they sort of I was forget very you. Lucky. <laughs> I don't know. You know, when, uh, well, they didn't, yeah, totally. Uh, Bill, when we came out to Hollywood, built uh, uh, Studio Cities where we live, and uh, Bill said, sent me over to his agent and said, she doesn't have any film, but she's a terrific, dramatic actress. So they started to send me out, and I didn't expect it, but I got all kinds of parts. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were a lot of things for me to do. Uh, the Waltons and Gunsmoke and Barney Miller. That was so much fun. Barney Miller. I had never done a comedy like that, and it was so much fun. And it was it was such a good show. And uh, I just kept working, working, working. Uh, and then I uh, I got on Little House on the Prairie. Yes. And that was for like three or four years, and that was a wonderful part. Grace and I worked with Victor French, and that was a wonderful show. And then I got on. Uh, then when uh, Saint Elsewhere came along, they were looking for somebody to play a, a little part on, of Bill's wife, and somebody said, "Well, why don't we just get Bonnie?" I mean, you know. And at first they said, "Oh no, she's too old for him." 
<laughs> and then, but then they decided, and I came in, and then they loved us together, mm-hmm. and they started writing stuff for us, and then I ended up winning two Emmys. So that was wonderful, and it was a wonderful show. Yeah. You mentioned St. Elsewhere. I, the, yeah. I, I look at the cast on that, and it's like, this is unbelievable. I don't, oh, I don't think you could do it now. <laughs> one gem after another. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Ed Bigley Jr., Howie Mandel, Denzel Washington, uh, Ronnie Cox, is, 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 William, <laughs> your husband, and, and you. I mean, and, and it just goes on and on. I, I, I don't think there's ever been a cast full of so many talented people in one show. I think you're right. I think you're right. And, you know, because uh, Bruce Paltrow was the producer. As Gwyneth's father, oh, yeah. and uh, he was a wonderful producer, tough guy, but a wonderful producer, and he had tremendous taste, and uh, uh, he got these people to work for him. They all wanted to work on the show. Everybody wanted to work on the show. Mm. All the actors in New York wanted because it was a good show. It was right. well written. It was it it was a medical show with humor. Mm-hmm. It had humor. It was the best medical show there ever was. Yeah. Now, with that, a cast like that, it does a lot of, I don't know how to word this, there's a lot of times uh, egos come in to play with so many people like that. In you know, it's like throwing cats yeah. <laughs> you know, well, into a bag. <laughs> when that happened, I told you, Bruce was tough. When that happened, he would just quietly remove them from the show. Oh, really? There yeah. were two or three, yes. I remember a couple of big ego things, and uh, that the two guys. I remember them, and uh, uh, they they you know wanted more or wanted this or that or that. And he, and he just uh, uh, wrote them out. Hmm. He had them written out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just let them go. Yeah. He didn't didn't mess around. That's why Bill and he got along so well because Bill never demanded more than he should. I mean. Bill never said, I'm the star of the show. He's never said that. Yeah. The only time he ever said that was in New York when he turned down a Tony and the, because they put him in the wrong category. Uh. They put him in the supporting category. He said, nope. So he didn't do it. He didn't. He said, I don't want a supporting actor award. And so he, di- he didn't even go to the show. But that's the only time that Bill has never let his ego uh, get in the way of the job mm-hmm. or working with the people. He wouldn't be working with the people if he didn't know they were very good. Yeah. 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 Now you mentioned little house and you, you talked about Victor French and what was it like working with Michael Landon too? You know, I mean, he, well, he, Michael and I got along very well. I know that Karen had Karen Grassley had problems with him and I think it was about money. Probably. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, but he and I got along. I was so happy to be working and to be doing something that was so much fun, that I had a part that was so much fun, working with Melissa, who was a little girl at the time. She was delightful to work with. Kath McGregor was an old friend. She was delightful to work with. Michael gave me a lot of time, and, you know, I, I couldn't be a regular. I wasn't in the regular thing in the beginning, but I, I was like a wonderful guest on the show for four years. And then uh, Michael, except for the fact that he was cheap, he didn't pay actors well enough. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the only thing I can say bad about him. But, but that's the way he worked. He mm-hmm. was a producer. 
He called the shots. You want to work, you got to work for his money. And if you don't want to work for his money, you leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I left. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Finally, I left. Yeah. Now, with all the people that you've worked with. So he was with, terrific to work with. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is Mark Cuban, and if you love television like I love television, you have to listen to On Screen and Beyond. With all the people yeah. that you've worked with over, you know, over time here, um, who was the most, in, most impressionable to you? Who, who were you so thrilled to work with? Was there anybody in particular? Well, it usually turned out to be somebody that, you didn't, that I didn't know. For instance, I loved, uh, what is it, Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yes, a Better Call I Saul. Didn't, I, didn't ex- I didn't expect to like that at all. I went in kind of, ugh, I don't know why, and I ended up loving the way he works, and, and I, I, I enjoyed that show very much. One of the other people that I worked with was a long time ago was uh, Bob Dishy. On a on a Barney Miller, mm-hmm. and he turned out to be one of the funniest people I ever knew, and uh, it was just uh, so much fun. Yeah. And then I working with Jack Levin on his last show. He was very very sweet. He was ill at the time, not doing well, and that was his last show, Tuesdays with Maury, and Jack was was just. Amazing. He was wonderful. And he's a legend. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Such a legend. Yeah, me. he was a delight to work with. A, a very, uh, always knew exactly what he was doing and uh, and did it once and well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. And uh, who else? I don't know. Those are the people that I, I think of naturally, Bill. Oh, Ed Flanders on uh, St. Elsewhere. St. Elsewhere, yes. Yeah, a very troubled guy, but but a wonderful actor and a uh, a very talk about lack of ego. I mean, when Bill and and Eddie and I would have scenes together, it was just magic because neither Bill nor Ed wanted the close-ups or wanted you know none of that crap, and and so we just all worked on the scenes and. Oh, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful when you're working with an actor like that. Mm-hmm. Really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about, uh, you worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny yep. DeVito and Danny. In, in Twins as their mother. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
how was it working on that that film? Well, it was that was another show. I didn't think I I, I was wrong, and I didn't think it would be uh, a terrific show, movie. I didn't know who Arnold Schwarzenegger was. I knew Danny, and I knew he was very funny and very good. But I didn't love the script at all, and I kind of wanted to get out of it. And then my agent said, you're crazy. You've got to do it. And, and uh, Ivan Reitman turned out to be a wonderful director for me, and he uh, he, he made it a, uh, a situation where I had a lot of influence. I had a lot to say. He rewrote some of my part for me. He turned out to be absolutely marvelous, and they were both wonderful. Uh, Arnold was a total gentleman, and Danny was Danny, and the <laughs> two of them uh, got along very well. They helped each other. Arnold worked Danny out, and uh, Danny helped Arnold to, in, in in his comedy. Uh, Arnold is not the greatest actor, which which I told him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, he said, should I go to New York and study? I said, oh, no, you can't go on a stage. You're, you're not a stage actor at all. Do, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. You're doing fine. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> and then, of course, he went into politics. Right. Smart man, a very smart man. Mm -hmm. well, Schwarzenegger, yeah. very smart. Yeah, well, I don't know. Going into politics, that I don't know how smart that is, though. <laughs> But I mean, he wanted to do more. No, I understand what he yeah. was doing. Yeah. He wanted to do more. Mm -hmm. I think that I think it's very brave of people to go into politics. Honestly. Oh yes. Of all the roles you've done, is there any that you would say was your favorite? Well, uh, you know, I like them all. I, I've liked most of them very much. I find it so much fun. I'm very different than Bill. Bill is always there. It's always Bill Daniels. And uh, my whole thing is to get lost in the part so you don't know that it's Bonnie. Mm -hmm. That's We just work differently that way. And um, so even that Northwestern, I played Barbara Allen in Dark of the Moon. I love playing that girl, uh, that kind of hillbilly girl, and wonderful, passionate Sexy, free, terrific character. I loved playing that. That was so freeing. Uh, I played Lady Macbeth twice. That's a challenge. That's been a very never got it right. Nobody gets it right, but it, I, 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 I love trying. Uh, I. What else? What could there be? Well, I love doing Little House. I love. I love her character. I love Grace. Uh, I loved doing an after-school special where I played an alcoholic mother. And it was for, as I say, an after-school special. And I loved that because I thought, if this will help the kids around there. Who, I mean, I had alcoholism around me all my life. Mm -hmm. And if, if I if I can get through to some kids to help them. that And I was very proud of that performance, even though I don't drink at all. Mm -hmm. And but a boy have I lived with alcoholics, so I know what that's like, yeah. and I I love it if I can I I love it if I can teach a little. Bill and I are so different that way. He has no desire to to teach people or to that. They, everybody wanted him to be a director, and, and 
he he the few things I saw him direct were wonderful. But he didn't want to do that. He doesn't want to take the responsibility. And I, of course, love to teach. I love to help people. Mm. I love to think, oh, God, I made a difference. Yeah. I like that. And that's why I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Yes. So was it was it tough to write the book, Middle of the Rainbow? Yeah. Yes, it was hard. A lot of sleepless nights. It was hard for me because it was a lot of sleepless nights. But when I did get craft something that I thought was okay, I I was very pleased, mm-hmm. and it was worth it. Worth a few sleepless nights. Yeah. Well, Bonnie, I know uh, we probably have to be finishing up here, but uh, I'd like to finish up with one final question, if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, before I do that, I want to remind people that Middle of the Rainbow is a book that you definitely want to check out and uh, go and and get it. It's available right now. So, uh, but Bonnie, our last question is taking us away from your book, which everybody should get. (laughs) But uh, when you sit back and relax... What are you enjoying on TV and in movies? What's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? I am such a good audience. I, I, there's no favorite. I love them. I just saw, what was the movie, uh, the Irish movie with uh, the Banshee, Banshees? Yes, I know which one you like. I can never pronounce the first part of it. But yes. I can't either. I can't either. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. absolutely marvelous and all the actors oh gosh it was great i highly recommend that movie very 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 much and i i i like all kinds of things on a on a different level we watch a lot of britbox uh which is a lot of english mm-hmm. actors and and they're very they're fun you know they're fun uh little detective things and stuff like that. They're very much fun yep. and, and well acted, well done. And then you get to see all the countryside in England and all of that in Ireland. And I love, I love that. I love seeing other countries on, uh, on television. Yeah. And then I, I love seeing, uh, uh, things that are, there's a, there's a detective thing that is, takes place right here in LA that I love. I love seeing all the different places in L.A. used. Uh, I, I, it's hard for me to have favorites. I have so many loves. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many loves, so many positives. Yeah, that's that good. It, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a great audience, mm-hmm. great audience. Yeah. Well, Bonnie, I, I am so honored and thankful that you would take the time to talk to us here. Let us in on your book, uh, Middle of the Rainbow. And once again, people should go out and get that. It's available right now. And uh, I I thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much, Brian. It's been very good. Good talk. And a big thank you going out to Bonnie Bartlett for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Uh, Like I said in the interview there, uh, you know, wasn't sure if I was going to call it Bonnie Bartlett or Bonnie Bartlett Daniels. Uh, she goes by both names. Uh, as far as an actress, she's considered herself Bonnie Bartlett, but she's uh, married to William Daniels. Uh, she kept mentioning him throughout the interview uh, as Bill. 
And, uh, you know, uh, I wish we could have got him on the show, but evidently he doesn't do interviews anymore, unfortunately. Uh, but you can catch him. He is going to be at uh, some of these uh, signing conventions. So uh, the two of them will be there and you can uh, go and, uh, you know, say hi to him and get their autographs, whatever you want. So, uh, you know, if you, you look those out, uh, they may be in your area at some point. And uh, let's see, that is about it. That is it for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. Uh, like I say, I don't want to talk too much because I am, I'm, I'm going to start coughing again. I know I am <laughs> and I shouldn't, shouldn't laugh because I, I, that gets me to start coughing. But, uh, I, I do want to thank the people who uh, sent me some, uh, emails saying, you know, hope I get better and all that. And we appreciate that very much. And, uh, we will uh, have some more interviews coming your way. I've been a little slack on getting, um, people lined up because, uh, you know, it's just one of these things where you just dragged right out and you can't uh, do anything. Luckily, I don't have uh, COVID or anything like that, but uh, it's just uh, a cold that uh, the doctor said, oh, it could last two to three weeks. Well, that's great. <laughs> I really, really like that. That wasn't, uh, you know, the greatest news. But uh, anyway, hope you're all feeling good, better than I am anyways. And uh, if you uh, want to help On Screen and Beyond, I you know, would really appreciate it if you would turn around, tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond, or download as many episodes. You know, if you've downloaded them once, download them again. Uh, but uh, the more people who are listening to On Screen and Beyond, then uh, the more people we can get on the show. So uh, if you want to uh, keep listening to On Screen and Beyond, please help us out with that. And uh, we just got to keep things going, and we'll get more people on here. And I hope you, uh, you know, like I say, tell a friend about it and, uh, you know, leave a review if you can. That would help. I know I hate I hate doing that, too. So you know, I don't blame you if you don't. But uh, anyways, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when do we once again take you on screen and beyond? I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Mm-hmm.